Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. If you've just joined us, it is Coffee with Clarissa, me being Clarissa Montero in the studio with us. Agnes Liu, our guest today, who had a high flying career with Citibank. She chucked that, came back to Singapore and started a lifestyle gym. Now, I, my question is, was that uh, a lifelong dream or was it just, you know, you want to do something different? Well, Clarissa, good afternoon. Good Leslie. afternoon. Um, and thank you for welcoming me here. Uh, no, it was not a lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. I frankly, you know, up until probably a year or so ago, had no idea I was going to do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, really. I spent 35 years in banking, mm-hmm. almost all of it with Citi, mm-hmm. um, which is a great global institution. Actually, my first job was with Citi, and, and I think it's a great place to work. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. And I enjoyed every bit of my 35-year banking career. Mm-hmm. My last job, I was in Hong Kong. I mm-hmm. lived there for six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty much on the road uh, for, I think I was covering the region probably parts of the region and then the whole region for about, uh, in total, 10, 11 years. Sure. And um, sometime in, I guess, must be in the late 2015, I kind of uh, thought to myself, well, you know, is that really going to be all that I'm going to be doing? And I always said uh, that I want mm-hmm. two careers because if all I ever did in life was just to have one career and, um, yeah, I did pretty well in, in, in banking and that was all, didn't quite sound enough for me. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, around about that time, um, you know, I went for my usual health checks and I discovered that um, my bone density and my health was kind of like not doing that greatly. Right. Um, and so one day, and also my one and only precious daughter came back to Singapore and I thought to myself, well, you know, I think, you know, maybe it's, I should think about going home. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess it was a confluence of factors. Wanted to be back in Singapore after all that traveling. And then, you know, when I came back and I said, well, what am I going to do? And I walked into the gym one day, literally walked into the gym because I wanted to do Zumba. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered, hey, you know, instead of Zumba, I ended up, you know, with a personal trainer. Right. And then I discovered it is helping my bone density Mm -hmm. issues. So I took my training very seriously and I, lo and behold, I discovered fitness and I discovered what a big difference it made to my life and my health, uh, my energy levels and just my total well-being. Right. And so I thought about, since I'm now back in Singapore and at the time I was still working, uh, albeit, you know, in a more advisory and a less intense capacity, I decided that you know, I should do something mm-hmm. and I didn't frankly enjoy going to the big gyms they were well intimidating in a sense but more so I felt that they were very impersonal Mm -hmm. and not quite the kind of environment that I enjoy working out in so I chanced upon I decided to kind of have a look around and see what's out there I chanced upon this you know very nice piece of property uh, along the east coast I bought it and then I decided well I'm going to start my own fitness center Right. And that's where I am. Mm-hmm. So that's how we started Um Fitness. Uh, we opened on July 1st. Okay. So that's just about barely eight months. Right. Um, and, um, you know, it's a lifestyle gym because it is, it is more so to me 
uh, as I would describe it, more like a private club. It's mm-hmm. more like me, my club. And I want to just extend it to people, like-minded people who really, really enjoy fitness and want to be fit and want to enjoy working out. Because very often people kind of like, why do they come in with a bang and then after that they just peter out? Mm-hmm. Because training didn't become fun. Mm-hmm. So I was determined that, you know, that's not going to happen. Because for my own self, I found that, you know, um, I enjoy my training. Mm-hmm. I still do that. I do that, in fact, you know, very in a very disciplined way. I train three times a week at least, uh, one and a half hours each time. So, you know, for three times just on the, in, on the gym floor. And I found it's very helpful. And I want to train in an environment where it's private, it's exclusive, it gives you the kind of ambiance that is inviting, and it encourages you to train. So it's got to be uh, a very personalized area for yourself. It's like me time, time for me to really, really, you know, do something for myself, for my mm-hmm. health, uh, and do it in, in an environment where, you know, it is uh, it's pleasing, it's luxurious, one may say, some people may describe it. Uh, it's personal. That's the most important thing. Okay, so you're saying that the reason that this sort of became the thing that you did was you didn't like the big impersonal gyms. Now, I agree. I've had memberships at several of the big ones, and you are invisible, and there are so many other people there that sometimes, well, in my case, sometimes I felt a little um, intimidated by some of the younger, buffier Right. You know, better shaped females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. You know, and and I, I was exactly one of those. I, I sort of petered out after a while. I bought a year's worth of membership and then three or four months later I would just uh, let it hang because I was just not going to go. So you're saying part of the reason you started this business is because you didn't like going to those and you wanted, you had a vision for how you wanted a gym that you went to to be. Yes. And you're hoping that like-minded people will be members and, and, and come. Yes. Now, here's becomes an interesting question. If you have a successful formula and a lot of people come, then you have to grow. And do you foresee at that point that someday you will become one of those big impersonal gyms? Or how do you combat that? Um, I, um, I, yes, uh, people have asked me that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and then some people walked in and they thought that, hey, you know, this is kind of like a franchise. And I'm right. like, no, this is my personal gym. And this is the first gym that I started. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, you should you know start one here and start one there. And, you know, I thought about that and don't think I will ever do that. Mm-hmm. Because to me, this is more a private club. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it's my club and my community of friends and like-minded people, I don't think there is, at this point in time at least, right? I don't think that it's going to change because if I start up different branches or outlets, then like you say, the mission of the original objective and the vision uh, tends to get diluted. Right. And that's not the original intention of why I started it. I really started it because I just want to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. And I want, you know, to build, I want to meet different people because, you know, in banking, in the finance industry, uh, you meet a lot of, um, uh, forgive me for saying this, but you meet a lot of elite people, Mm -hmm. and but you meet a certain segment of the population. And I want to meet more than just... That um, segment. That segment, right? Mm -hmm. And 
And I'm so happy that today, uh, in this business, I get to meet people, literally people from all walks of life. I, I actually meet people who produce films. Mm-hmm. I meet artists. Uh, I meet housewives. I meet people in the finance industry as well. Mm-hmm. They tend to, I don't know, for some reason, gravitate towards that gym. Uh, I meet you know people in fintech and whatnot. So it's different, diverse uh, segments of the population. That's what makes it interesting. But they all come for same reason. They really want to get fit, right? And they like coming here, and they keep coming because the consistent feedback so far has been that because we are very personalized. So if we were to become uh, one, two, three, four, five. I don't see us being that... Um, How do you keep that personal touch, correct, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, because I personally know most of the people who walk through the gym. Right. And I enjoy talking to them. I enjoy bantering with them. And I enjoy, you know, every occasion, you know, we, we kind of like have a get-together. Like this Sunday, we're having a lion dance and mm-hmm. to celebrate Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, next weekend, we're having a get-together with, you know, in collaboration with one of the hospitals with Parkway mm-hmm. to promote uh, healthy living, to promote nutrition, to talk about you know, how you avoid exercise-related injuries, stuff like that. Right. And that's how my vision of building a community. A community embraces fitness as a lifestyle. Not people who just want to come in and buff up. Right. And plenty of places for them to do Correct. that. Yes. So you say that there is a certain percentage of your customers who are bankers, they're from fintech. Is that because you used to be a banker and and they're friends or or they're friends of friends, do you think? Or is it because they gravitate to this vision that you have of your gym and it is different and they're attracted to what you've made? Um, it is, well, when we first opened our doors, mm-hmm. yes, obviously, you know, friends who come to Oom Fitness because they are my friends and they're my contacts. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, uh, today, the, the, the people, the bankers and the, the, the folks who actually come in, they are an assortment of people. And those from the finance industry are not, they didn't start off being my friends. But I was just pleasantly amused. I'm like, how come mm-hmm. Oom Fitness suddenly attracts this group of people? Maybe it's the East Coast you know, that kind of have, you know, more and more expats, more and more people who, you know, in the kind of finance-related and finance industry, maybe. But then we are also getting people from different walks in life. We have artists, like I said, we have teachers, uh, we have, you know, one or two students. So it's, uh, that's, I think, what makes it a more diverse community uh, and more interesting. You have um, circuits to yoga, do you do weights or not at all? Yes, we do. We do personal training. Okay. Uh, we do circuit training, mm-hmm. you know, which is like hit uh, high intensity, right? Which is really more cardio based. We also have yoga and Pilates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all of these purely because I myself practice all of these and I believe in it. I think to me, you know, the personal training piece of it is very very crucial. Because particularly for, as you can imagine, I am 61 going on 62. You don't look it. But oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and um, it's true. Thank you. don't you. look it. And the reason for that is not all the creams or whatever. It's purely because I exercise. Right. And I enjoy doing that because when you do that, you, you, you know, you detox naturally, mm-hmm. my theory. 
And, um, you know, I believe that uh, personal training is very critical because your body is different from my body, is different from her body, is different from everybody's body. And what we can do at any given time is different. Yeah, Yeah. and the age factor, the, you know, the issues that, the personal issues that people have with their own bodies, you can't address these uh, in a group setting. And if you truly, truly want to build strength and um, mobility and flexibility and all of that, then you need that one-on-one training. Uh, and I, as particularly for women, uh, particularly for women who are in their 40s and, and aging, like myself, um, I actually only discovered personal training when I was already in about 58, going into 59. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, and I, and I wish I did that earlier. I did that because I was like pretty scared at the time that my, with my bone health problem. And I'm pleasantly surprised that actually my bone density after about a year of training, actually it improved back to 2013 levels from 2017, where in fact, February last year, I took my last test. Mm -hmm. It improved back to 2013 levels. So that shows me and proves that it is possible. It is possible. It's never too late. It's never too late. And for women, you know, and I would urge all the women, particularly women who are starting to age, and we all start to age when you hit 30, in your mid-30s. And the the, the space of aging quickens uh, from 40s onwards. So don't wait until one day you wake up and say, oh, I'm 60 years old and I can't move and I, you know, and I, and I'm constrained and I have this pain and that pain. I think we should invest in our own health. The earlier, the better. And I, for myself, I wish I started earlier, but it's never too late. And I just want to make sure that people get that message, you know, and they say, well, personal training is expensive, but I'm like, okay, how much do you pay for a CAT scan? How much do you pay for an MRI? Plus the anxiety of having to wait for the results and seeing the doctor sure. and all that. Is that why you named it Oomph Fitness? I named it Oomph Fitness, yes. I named it Oomph Fitness because I don't want to be another gym. I want to be an extra, extraordinary, mm-hmm. something different. And to me, it's like when I say, oh my God, that one, that person has Oomph. It means that you have that, that extra, extra special factor, something, right? yes. Yeah. That je ne sais quoi. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is kind of hard to describe. Yes. But, you know, it's oomph. It's oomph. Yes. So what are your plans? You, oomph hasn't been around for very long, but it seems like you're very satisfied with it. You're very happy with what it's becoming. What do you see it doing in three years? I see us growing the community, you know, in a, uh, expanding it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we don't, we don't push memberships unlike maybe some uh, some folks in the marketplace because to me it's not it's the quality of the membership it's the quality of the community the aim is really to promote healthy lifestyle and healthy lifestyle is a combination of your exercise mm-hmm. your regularity in your exercise it's a combination as well as with nutrition so we seek to collaborate with other partners in the health related fields like doctors, like hospitals, like nutritionists, like health food providers, Mm -hmm. so that we can provide a wide and diverse range of health-related promotion kind of services to our community. And uh, so that people will start to embrace uh, what it really means to to have a healthy lifestyle. It's not about just pumping iron. It's really, really not just about that. It's really, you know, you have to keep to, you have to be really, really want to be fit. And then you really want to eat well. And it's not about dieting so that you eat kind of like only chicken breast mm-hmm. and steamed chicken breast. is like, oh my God, that's really boring. I enjoy food. 
uh, and I eat whatever I want and I like to eat. I, I wish I can keep off alcohol, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love my drinks. Magic words, you just said magic words. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love my pizza. I love my steaks. And I don't feel bad about eating these mm-hmm. because I, I truly, truly believe life is for living mm-hmm. and you have to live well. To live well, I want to age well. I don't want to have all kinds of arthritic uh, mobility issues when I'm, you know, when I have Older. money and old enough, no more commitments, and I can enjoy life. And then I find that I'm stuck, literally. Uh, that's that's actually a very thought provoking thought, and we will leave it on that. And I completely agree with you. I wish I'd started earlier, working out and exploring. Gyms and and getting fit and not to stay slim, not to get into a size zero dress, but just to be healthier. But it is never too late, and you are a walking poster for that message. Thank you so much, Agnes Liu, of Umph, for coming and talking about yourself, your second career, your lifestyle, Jim. We wish you all the very best with it. From Money FM eighty nine point three.